Alright, alright, alright. Happy Life Studios. Welcome back with your host, Steve-O. 25 years national inspirational speaker. Who's not going to get inspired today? Are you tired of being sad and confused? Maybe you're totally clueless. Well, here comes Steve Hayes. So get ready to live the happy life. Hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I don't know when it is that you're listening to this, but I'm glad that you are listening to it. And it's my goal and dream that uh, this podcast will actually help make your life a little bit happier. That's that's why we do it here at Happy Life Studios. And uh, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about my childhood, if you can call it that. I mean, there's all sorts of games you play when you're a child. You start with hide and seek, and then you move up to kick the can and, and sardines and some people, now I'm not saying I did, but some people would toilet paper, which is to take a, an item that was used for a certain part of your body and decide to decorate somebody's house with it. And people didn't always like it very much, so you had to do it at night when no one was looking. And uh, the more rolls of this stuff that you used, uh, the greater it would look. It's just kind of like Christmas time for these people. And, and uh, I'm not saying that I've done that. I'm just saying I've heard about it. Um, I've heard of even some people even um, toilet paper at hotels. I'm not saying that that was me. I'm just saying, you know, some people are really good at that. But but my my game of choice, well, my game of choice was was the old ding-dong ditch. It, it's really dumb if you think about it. I mean, you sneak up to somebody's house and you knock on the door really loud and then you run. So then when they come to check the door and there's nobody there, then you giggle in the bushes or whatever and say, oh, you know, you made them. But, but. We weren't just regular ding-dong ditchers. I mean, we were professionals. Gary, my, my friend in high school and I, we were amazing professionals at ding-dong ditch. I mean, most people would just ding-dong ditch and they would they would go home. And we'd always park the car a long ways away um, so we could escape if we ever got caught. And then we'd meet back at the car and then we would we'd leave from there. But we'd get so into it. I mean, we'd dress up camouflage the whole deal we'd synchronize our watches like we we're in mission impossible or something at at oh 2100 hours we're going to you know do our thing and and uh what we usually do is we would split up and one would take the front door one would take the back door because we always thought it would be funnier we could just picture it in our minds that people when they hear the one door knock and they hear the other door knock really loud they wonder which door do i get which one do i and we just see them discombobulated for some reason we we thought that was kind of funny well, there's one particular uh, night that is very memorable um, for both of us, I'm sure. Um, I think it might even have left a scar. So I think that's probably one reason why it might be memorable for Gary. But luckily for me, we had chosen that I would take the front door. He would take the back door. So I needed to give him some time to get to the back. So we, like I said, we synchronized our watches. And um, he snuck around the back. I snuck around the front. And then when that second hand hit, bam, 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 bam. And then we just split. And I started running. And I, hear, and, and I heard this. What well, I don't know if you've ever played volleyball or not. But there's a sound that's it's weird. There's a sound that makes when, when, a, when a volleyball, a rubber volleyball or a leather volleyball, hits a metal pole and it does this ding kind of sound and 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 um so all i heard was bam 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 and then a ding like someone was playing volleyball in the backyard and i was like what was that all about until i saw gary i mean when we finally met up at the car <laughs> he 
Well, let me, let's just put it this way. Um, I guess we didn't do our intel very well uh, because sometime during the day they decided to play volleyball in their backyard and set up a volleyball net, and they set it up pretty well, pretty uh, solid, you might say. And um, so when Gary snuck to the back, um, he missed the volleyball net. He didn't see that it was there because he was right up against the wall of the house. But once he hit the hit the door, he was in a hurry to get out of there. So then he cut across the middle of the backyard and ran smack dab into that net. And you hear this ding. And when he came around, I mean, his face hit that net so hard that he had a <laughs> like a tic-tac-toe design <laughs> etched, burned into his guard, into his face, right? So the next morning, um, it wasn't difficult for them to find out who had actually ding-dong ditched him because... <laughs> I don't know if they're able to able to use that volleyball net again or not, but uh, Gary is still using his neck, and and I guess that's pretty good. Well, anyway, you know, the point of ding-dong ditch, like I said, is to discombobulate the people in the house, and it's kind of a fun joke little thing, but but there's someone else that plays ding-dong ditch too, and um, it's sadness. It's unhappiness. And much like Gary and I, myself, sadness kind of does the same thing. He he comes a, but it's not a playful thing with with unhappiness. It's a it's a very mean, harassing thing. Unhappiness loves to show up very quick and unannounced, just like a ding dong ditch. He he loves to just bang on the door and get a startle. But but he doesn't just show up himself. He too likes to bring his friends like fear, discouragement, doubt, anger, hopelessness. Believe me, the list goes on and on. He's got a whole mess of friends. And when I say mess, I mean a mess of friends. I mean, they're the type of friends that you certainly wouldn't want to bring to your barbecue, if you know what I mean. Well, he brings them with him. And I'm telling you, when they bang on that door, when they ring the doorbell, man, they, they bang on every door, ring every doorbell, rap on every window seal, hit every opening they possibly can just to, just to begin to freak us out and um, get us discombobulated surprised, out of sorts, out of center. I mean, you name it. He, he, he loves the element of surprise. When unhappiness shows up, I don't know about you, but for me, he rarely ever shows up saying, hey, I'm coming, so get prepared. It usually happens that fast, just like a, a ding-dong ditch would happen. This is because unhappiness wants you startled, wants us confused, wants us scared, wants us scratching our head, wondering which door should we even check first. Because it's like when unhappiness comes, I'm telling you, we, there are so many items in our head that are floating around there. We don't know which one to go to first, just like not knowing which, which door we should check. Because I found that uh, the reason it has, to, it has to do this is because if I keep a level head, if I can think through my situation, if I can look, listen, and remember, unhappiness usually doesn't have a leg to stand on. I'm not saying bad things don't happen to us. I mean, bad things do. But if we're able to not react and, and think on it clearly, we can usually, unhappiness will just run off. And it knows that. So it will do everything it can to get your thinking off, to get us to react versus respond. To react is a, it's an impulsive, it's a very quick, we, we make a decision very quickly. We don't think through it. Um, and we make it a very emotional system, uh, decision based upon anger or fear or frustration or discouragement. We just make a really quick judgment and we react. This is rarely ever a good thing to do. Now, if your child is walking out in the middle of the street and a car is coming, um, that's a good time to react, right? It's a good time. I don't have time to think. I got to go out there and run and grab my kid and pull him back off the road. But usually when we react, it, it isn't a good thing. Responding, on the other hand, is is thinking through it. 
pausing for a second and saying, now wait a minute, what's the best response here? What's really going on? Unhappiness wants us to react. It doesn't want us to respond because usually when we respond, unhappiness doesn't survive. It's not allowed to stick around. Um, so what we want to do is we want to respond. We want to look, listen, and remember. When, if you're struggling with unhappiness today, look, listen, and remember. Don't react. Never analyze your life. Never judge your life. Never make a judgment when you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. It's, a, it's an acronym that says HALT. That's usually a reaction type thing. Never uh, do those things because that's what gives unhappiness the, the place inside of our mind, inside of our, our chest. That, that, that gives him the recliner to sit back in is when we react. But if we will just respond and think clearly, if we will look, listen, and remember. I mean, if we will look at this thing from a different perspective. And sometimes I need help with that. I'm so far in my own forest that I can't see the trees. So I've got to call up somebody. I have people all across the country that I've met over the years that I will call up when I feel like reacting and when I feel like panicking and I'll call them up and I'll tell them the situation. And usually they're outside of my forest. They can walk me through it in a much calmer way. I use their responding to teach me to respond. We need to listen for a different voice because the voice inside of our head is telling us all sorts of things. Halt, right? hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, that, that voice is inside our head is it's natural to react when that when you get ding-dong ditched. It's natural to jump, and that's kind of the point of the prank, right? But it, that's a playful prank, but when unhappiness shows up, he doesn't do it so nice. So what we need is we need to listen to a different voice, one that we can trust, a voice that isn't freaking out or isn't negative, a voice that, that sees the bigger picture. So again, it's a, it's a place to listen or, or to somebody else that, that might be able to help us out. Or we want to remember Look, let's remember. We want to remember our dreams. Remember what we're here for. Remember the direction we're trying to go. Remember how we have made it through all these things in the past. And then listen. If you look, listen, and remember, just listen. And you just might hear the ding of unhappiness hitting your volleyball net as it frantically runs away from your situation and your house. I hope that helped. Have a happy day and have a happy life. Someone happy, make just one someone happy, and you will be happy too. Peace.